Yo! What's up? What's up? Welcome back to the podcast, everybody! This is Life According to Skaz, where you listen to me for once in your fucking life. Did you catch that? Did you catch what I did there? I, 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 I made a joke. Because you guys listen to me all the time. Or do you just hear me? Man, today, we're going to be all over the place today, folks. I'm feeling manic. I'm feeling crazy. It's been a while since I've done an episode. And I, I, I woke up this morning and Bitcoin was up $1,500. I almost panicked there for a second when we dipped under 50K. Almost. I almost panicked. Almost. That's the key. That's the key word. Can't panic when it comes to the market, man. I was just texting my brother about this. You can't panic. There's a saying. There's a couple of sayings about it, but my my favorite saying is uh, about about it about this is 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 that scared money don't make money. Scared money don't make money. So, you know, if, if you're too scared to take a little risk with your cash flow, then your cash flow is probably going to stay what it is. Just saying. If you're comfortable where you're at, fuck it. You're comfortable where you're at. Whatever. Go to your job. Take your check. You know, your 401k and benefits or whatever. Throw your savings into some fucking bank account. And whatever the fuck. You'll, they'll, they'll give you a shitty interest rate on it. And, uh, you know, hopefully all this inflation helps you out. Anyway, that's how, that's, how, that's how it works for the normal people. I'm not a simp, though. So, I put my savings into Bitcoin. Cryptocurrency. And, uh, you know, other investments, assets, the stock market. Not so much bonds, because I don't trust the fucking government. Um, I mean, if you've ever heard this show, and then I start talking about investing in government bonds, that's, uh, you know I've been taken over by the reptile people at that point. Like fucking Alex Jones and Donald Trump and the rest of the reptile people have come and taken my brain and I, and I will be pushing government bonds upon you. That that's that's a thing. Reptile people. That's a thing people believe in. The reptilians. I I just and you know I love a good conspiracy theory, man. Like, but goddamn reptile folks, reptile people. Like, I'm. You know, I I buy it. I buy that that aliens exist. I really do. I buy it. Not. You know what? Fuck it. I didn't want to sound like a total kook, but I've seen it. Like, I I don't only. Not only do I buy it. I have seen things I simply can't explain. Like, 
I, I, you know, if they're government experiments, fine, fine. If it's, 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 if I'm seeing a weather balloon, swamp gas, shout out to Jay Allen Hynek. Uh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what Dr. J said it was. Swamp gas. Not the basketball player. Dr. J. Allen Hynek. Of, of, of the supposedly defunct military program, Project Blue Book. Not the, not, not, not the series on Amazon Prime. Starring what's his name? You know what's his name? The guy. The guy! Littlefinger from fucking Game of Thrones. Tommy Carcetti from The Wire. He's a big... He does a lot of HBO shit, I guess. That's... <laughs> that's where I... That's where I know him from. That's probably why I don't know his real name. But, uh... No, but he he plays... He plays a pretty good J. Allen Hynek. I'm not gonna lie. It kind of makes me wish I knew his name. I, I... I don't know... See, I don't know if I close this app to look up his name... If this app is gonna stop recording, so like I'm, we're gonna see. We're gonna see what Anchor does for us, cause I really, I, this is bothering the shit out of me now. You know when it's right on the tip of your tongue too, like you've you've seen you you know who this, Aiden Gillen, you okay that Aiden Gillen, that's who I'm talking about. He's he's been in the wire. He's 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 been um, but my he's he was on Game of Thrones. He was on the wire. I be, I believe he's not uh I believe he's British. I want I'm pretty I'm almost positive he's British. And with an with a name like Aiden Gillen, I I'm I'm. I'm pretty sure that like the accent he's using in Game of Thrones is like his his real voice. Like that's that's how he sounds in real life. Oh, apparently he's in Maze Runners. Oh, and yeah, he was he was he was he had a small part in The Dark Knight. I remember that now. Yeah. Aiden Gillen, you know, just and Peaky Blinders, that's another one he he another good role again just just a good actor go look up the IMDB profile Aiden Gillen anyway he plays J. Allen Hynek that's where I started this rant or did I start it with aliens are real I don't really remember I told you I'm feeling scattered I'm feeling manic I'm feeling weird aliens are real Statistically speaking, now what I've seen, I have no idea what the fuck it is. I, I don't claim to know what it is. I, I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Could be anything. That's why they call it an unidentified flying object. Or, are we calling them? Uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon now there's a new name like UFA or something 
something that sounds it's just semantics essentially it still means unidentified flying object it, it's you might as well just call it something in the sky I don't know what it is like st- <laughs> like that that's that's basically what they're all saying like but you know the Drake equation that pretty much proved that there's extraterrestrial life now whether they've been to earth or not seems like they have but like nobody's got proof and 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 even if you do have proof it's not enough and and even if you did have enough it still wouldn't be enough like i don't remember i think it's carl sagan who said it but that 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 in order for everyone to buy into aliens they'd have to land on the white house lawn and and pop out of their flying saucer like take me to your leader type shit for everyone to believe it would have to be like nationally televised and by that point you know by that point we're fucked anyway so fuck it you know they're here to terraform us or kill us or something if they're here we're fucked they're here we didn't get there that's a problem that's and it's not a competition folks it it really isn't a competition it's it's just it just means that they have better technology than us, which means they could wipe us out real, real easily. Like, they could just take us right off the map. Like, like they're the humans and we're the insects. You know what I'm saying? I think I think that's a pretty, pretty widely known fact now. Because that's like the excuse that the government gave back in the day even for for cover-ups was oh it's gonna cause a panic blah 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 well why would people panic well because it's a fairly well-known fact that aliens invade and and they butt probe people which is terrifying where did that come from too the the anal probe like seriously I've 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 looked I've looked into a lot of old UFO lore. I've looked and I've you know I've read the Mothman prophecies. I'm a big John Keel guy. I, uh, I I'm a big coast to coast radio guy. I I've I've read. I've listened. I've watched. I've seen and 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 and, and not once do I really it's uh, hear about the anal probe and yet. It seems to be a fear of the public. So, you know, protect those buttholes, people. Protect them. They're important. Imagine if you couldn't take a shit. I want, seriously, I want you to marinate in that thought for a second. Like, imagine if you couldn't take a shit. You have to keep eating or you're gonna die. But you can't shit any of it out. That's fucked up. That's like really fucked up. That's like... That's like, uh... It's like cat dog fucked up. You know that Nickelodeon show? Like, where did they shit? That's fucked up. Like, I think Family Guy makes a joke about it. Because that's fucked up, man. Like... And I've, I've... I've had a problem with that since I was... A young child watching that show on Nickelodeon like 
you can't have an animal like that, like that where, where like they're just connected in the middle, and one side's a cat and one side's a dog. Like, that's like that's like the cartoon human centipede. Like, what the fuck? Somebody wasn't. Somebody didn't consider the imagination of young children when they when they were high as hell and put that on TV. <laughs> I can't imagine you being anything but high to come up with cat dog. Seriously. Like, you know, it's one thing it's one thing when you're writing shows like Hey Arnold or The Rugrats or I don't know. What what do the kids watch now? Miraculous or Miley Cyrus or something? You know, it's one thing to write shows like that. Hannah Montana. Disney Channel shit. Even Stevens. Shout out my guy Shia LaBeouf. Where's that guy? He's hiding somewhere. He made... Man, if anybody made some PR mistakes, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf made some big PR mistakes. You gotta keep your public relations guy in check, Shia. You really do. Especially at your level of the game, dog. That's... That's basic shit at your level of the game, bro. I, I, I heard Andy Dick say it once, and I'll say it a thousand more times. You can spend your whole life building a great career and 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 it'll only take 10 seconds to completely ruin it completely completely flush it down the drain andy dick said that that's fucking profound i like you know i like it when people that other people consider to be like goofy and stupid come out and say some real ass shit like yeah you can work on a career your whole life motherfucker and in 10 seconds that shit's just gone it's just gone especially nowadays you know what i'm saying like you you could get me too'd you could get canceled you could get whatever like all it takes is one thing 10 seconds 10 seconds of your life but it takes your whole life to get to that point with that many people paying attention to build that kind of an audience. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Like, look what happened to the guy who played Kramer on Seinfeld. Now I can't even remember his name because he got up on stage during uh, during the comedy set and called a heckler the N-word. And now he's gone. And that was before cancel culture existed. Like, that was... He was one of the first. That was back in the day. Like, shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to get canceled now. It's easy to have your whole career gone now. Oh, that guy said this. He's done. Fuck, man. Look what happened to Louis C.K. He was jerking off with a girl in the room. Why didn't she leave the room? Like, seriously, like, what, if, if I was in a room with Louis C.K., who I think is a great fucking comedian, he's hella funny, I wish this shit never would have happened to him, 
But if I was in a room with him hanging out and he whipped out his dick and started jerking off, unless I'm fucking duct taped to a chair, I'm just going to leave the room. Like, so in my opinion, that girl's thinking, oh, celebrity jerking off in front of me. I didn't ask for this to happen. I could leave the room or maybe I could make some easy money. Right? Leave the room. He didn't have you at gunpoint. He didn't have you tied up. He didn't have nothing. He didn't do nothing to you. He didn't touch you. He didn't force you. You watched him jerk off and then complained about it. Like, I hope you listen to this. You watched him jerk off and then ruined his life over it. But it wasn't his decision for you to watch him jerk off. Leave the room, ladies. I'm telling you, just leave the room. It's not like he sent you an unsolicited dick pic where you couldn't, you know, it's leave the room. You must like you went up to his hotel room with him. So there's some implication there. Just leave. Like, he's not forcing you to stay. Leave. He's not raping you. Leave. I mean, shit. You not leaving put yourself in an even more compromising position, in my opinion. If you think you're in danger of being somehow sexually assaulted, why wouldn't you leave? I would be running for the hills, screaming bloody murder if I thought I was going to be sexually assaulted. Easy money for her. Easy pickings for me, too. Cancel culture, baby. All right. And I'm not blaming the victim. That's an isolated incident. Seriously. That's just an isolated incident. That's one thing that happened one time, one set of circumstances. It's an example to demonstrate how easy you can ruin your life in 10 seconds. That's all it is. Not blaming the victims. People who are real victims, people who got quote unquote grabbed by the pussy, like Donald Trump said, that's some fucked up shit. And y'all have every right to be mad, sad, to feel every which way you every which type of way you feel about that every right you have <clears throat> but if but if you're not being forced and you didn't leave the room and you thought you were in danger of being sexually assaulted that's on you cuz i'd be running and i think most sane people would be running too why would you just sit there and watch the man jerk off Like, especially if you're afraid of him. Like, you wouldn't even try to make a move for the door. Like, 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 like if you make a move for the door and he stops you, then I get it. But shit, you just stood there. Like, fuck. You went up to his hotel room with him. Voluntarily. It's not like he's Rudy Giuliani. You know? 
It's not like he's jacking it in San Diego. Anyway, I got way off kilter there for a second. Way off target. Just, just people stop making bad decisions. Stop making life ruining decisions. That's, you can't trust the government. Stop making life ruining decisions. Those are two points that I wanted to get across today. Now I have. The world's a weird place, dude. It's a fucked up weird place. People do fucked up weird things. It doesn't mean you have to participate. It doesn't make you have to stoop to their level. I don't know. Anyway. Speaking of stooping to levels. Retail traders finally figured out that we could fucking manipulate the markets just as good as the rich guys can. Shout out to Roaring Kitty. My guy Keith Gill. Go buy some stonks, folks. Not stocks, some stonks. Go buy them. Go buy you some GameStop. See what they don't, what you don't understand though. You have to have, <laughs> for the, sh- like, don't go buy some GameStop and, th- and be like, all right, let's short squeeze it now. Cause there has to be a pretty specific sh- setup for a short squeeze to happen. Um, like the, you're not gonna, in a sense, there is no, the next GameStop, quote unquote. Like, you know, the, 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 the short squeeze is a stock market play. And it's set up like any stock market play. There's a setup. There's, there's a run up to it. Like, it doesn't just happen. There's a rollout to these things. You know, like, if you've ever seen that movie, The Big Short... <coughs> the Big Short with Christian Bale and Steve Carell. It's been on, it was on Netflix for fucking ever. You've seen it. Um, where they short the housing market. How long does Christian Bale's character sit there? Through how many billions of dollars of hedge fund money and mutual fund money and other people's money does, 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 does he sit there and hold those fucking put options for. You know what I mean? He sits there through billions of losses. Like, it takes a minute, folks. There's a run-up to these things. There's a whole setup. Keith Gill was talking about GameStop way before the whole stonk thing and Wall Street bets thing blew up. Just saying. If you look at the spreads and you study the sheets and you study the charts, you can find the plays. It's not like there's never going to be a short squeeze play ever again. They happen all the time. But it's not something you create necessarily. It's it's a set of circumstances that you it's a set of circumstances that already exist that you then exploit. Basically, There was enough of a short on GameStop that the rich guys 
were essentially, essentially the rich guys were going to run the stock to zero. They had shorted it. It was down. It was way down. They could have got out with all kinds of money. They got greedy. And they wanted to short it all the way down to zero. And then somebody said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's more short, there's more short, shorts here. Then there are more, more shorted shares here than there are shares owned. Short squeeze time, everybody. Let's drive that price up. Okay, you understanding? Just a little bit of what went on. There was more short shorted shares than there were shares owned. And they drove the price up. And when you're shorting a stock, you do not want the price to go up. That's why Marvin Capital and 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 uh and Citadel and the uh, and that freaked out and the clearinghouses freaked out and banks had to be bailed out and hedge funds had to be bailed out and because they drove the price up and and these rich guys the point was to get it to zero <clears throat> they wanted GameStop they thought GameStop would bankrupt they wanted to bankrupt the stock market manipulation by the rich because they held so much such a, they held such a huge short position look what happened look what happened when we drove the price up when the retail traders all got together and drove that price up all those short positions oh my god <laughs> like I don't think I've ever had more fun in my life on the stock market like I don't think there'll never be a short squeeze like that again. I mean, there might be, but it will ne- it'll never be that fun ever again. That was so fun. Like, thank, thank you for that. Like, that like sticking it to the man. That That's sticking it to the man right there. That's everybody getting together and sticking it to the man. Because now they have to fear the retail trader. All these one percenters have to fucking fear the retail trader. We're smarter than you think, fuckboy. We're smarter than you think, you fuckboys. And we demonstrated that. We demonstrated it. And you guys held. It was your fault. All you guys that thought you were so fucking rich and so fucking smart. You could have got out. You could have got out at like two bucks. I I swear GameStop was down to like two bucks at one point. (laughs) It's fucking crazy, man. Anyway, like I said, shout out Keith Gill. Shout out Aiden Gillen. Shout out Michael Burry. We'll throw... Let's... We're going to throw Jordan Belfort in there in there for being my inspiration for starting trading back in 2013-14. Shout out anybody else I mentioned in this podcast. Like I told you, we were going to be all over the fucking place. Somebody find Shia LaBeouf. Find this man 
and give him a hug. He needs one. His career's done. He needs a hug. What's he gonna do? Anyway, that's like almost that's like like the longest episode I've ever done. So, thanks for listening. I hope you had fun. I hope you had a couple of laughs. I hope you're a little bit more informed than you were a half an hour ago. This is life according to Skaz. Peace out. <laughs>